uh, when they're at the talks that it's going over their head. Yes. What this guy is saying is going over their heads. Because their reference is that they believe I'm talking to them yeah, about Big M Mind. Yeah? But I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to Big M Mind about them. Yeah? <laughs> That's the whole point. And so we did it on Saturday, the spiritual sperm. You know, There's millions of sperm trying to get to that egg of the, the, the voidless void egg. And all these sperm of spiritual messages, that try, and most of them never make it. Yeah? They, get, they get killed off because the mental defense system is like the... Uh, the uh, the dark star in the Star Wars. <laughs> it shoots up most of them on their way, right? So here's the message. I'm a lion. What how it shoots it down is it hears it as a sheep and goes, I can become like a lion. There goes that sperm. It misses. It always misses because the mental state will be claiming that it's the one who's hearing the message. Yeah? So it's it's got a lot of mitts. It's like an octopus with about eight mitts. So but if you just keep throwing it over the head, one or two is going to get through. And all it needs to, for conception, spiritual conception to start, is one little spiritual sperm getting through to the mother egg, the knowledge of all knowledge, and then aha, or reson- you know, it resonates for you. Unfortunately, usually people go home and think about it, seemingly, and then it gets killed in the Petri dish. It's not allowed to grow. <laughs> so you come back to Saturday or Wednesday, because there'll be another talk, and there'll throw some more out there, and you know, they're going to get through. I, I, have, I guarantee it. I have faith mind. I have faith in mind. And so, really, the message is to Big M mind about a uh, you. Yeah. Now, every are you that's made available, how when there's a, a, a coupling with it, a copulating with it, it becomes you, seemingly. It doesn't become you, it's a, a you, but it will seem to become you when what you are buys the story of what you're not. Yes? So now the uh drops off. You don't it's so insignificant, you don't even notice it. And now that that you becomes so special. If it was an uh you, it would be like how how prideful could a Ford get when it's millions of Fords on the road, especially like a Pinto, you know what I mean? But so the uh is like what we all are like. We're all these action figures, uh you. But when it's you, when the uh drops off, what happens? The mental state crowns that you as a, it's it becomes the king of the mental court, which is me. Yeah. And it's so now it's very difficult to get through you to the I because the me is representing itself as I and you. Yeah? This is sort of the dilemma in a sense. So the whole point is what the feeling of being you is the feeling of being a you. It's not a feeling of being you at all. When the feeling of being a you is bought by what we are, the uh drops off, and now there's a feeling of being you. And every time you have that feeling of being you, it's going to reflect or reinforce the sense of being me. Yeah? The most cherished and the most cherished of the most high, me. 
<laughs> so, it's not, after me, it's therapy. Yeah? After you, maybe it's a view or an understanding. At a you, when you see a you, that's vision. Yeah? When you're hearing the message still as you, that's an understanding. That's like we would call a view. Yeah? The view can be helpful. It's not bad. It's helpful. It lays the groundwork of all the possibilities, maybe. But it's not seeing. It's not the vision. So, when there's the seeing of a you, because all that is, all the most cherished, intimate feelings you have of the mental presentation is about a you. Not about you, and definitely not about me. Yeah? It's a you. In that a you, that's vision. Now you're seeing that which you used to look from. Yes? You never really look from it, but you seem to be looking from it by being identified as it. Yeah? So let's say, like that big, huge camera is walking around and it sees a small camera. And that small camera is like a brownie. Remember those brownings that had like a plastic lens? You couldn't move the aperture. You could basically look like a Coke bottle you're looking through. I think Oz is there and, you, you know, just by chance you'd catch somebody in the picture. Usually have a tint and everything. Very, very, fucking very small. But it was defined as a camera, you know. In a way, this brown. Alright, so now there it is. And it the 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 big camera, huge, huge aperture, unbelievable HD super Carl Zeiss lenses and everything like that. Walks around and then looks, just hey, let's look through this little camera. Let's see what it looks like if I look through the little camera. Because right now it's fucking brilliantly no thing, you know. Alright, let's look in. Wow! I see, I see things now. Oh, I see a thing. Oh, that thing is me. <laughs> so now, the big camera with the lenses and everything is through the identification with the small camera, it forgets its huge aperture and its incredible ability to pick up tons of possibilities. And now life is seen through the little camera's lens. And the pictures that come back from the little camera keep verifying the little camera story. And of course, it's going to produce a certain sense of ill-ease, Ill discomfort, restlessness in the big camera because the big camera, for all intents and purposes, isn't being a big camera. It's seemingly being a small camera, which would have been great if it was a small camera, but it ain't a small camera. It's a huge fucking camera. Yeah. So the point is, isn't uh, what we're doing is we're trying to fix the brownie lens. We're trying to. Oh no no! I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing oneness. No, you're not. You're fucking seeing twoness. You know? <laughs> no, we're all the same. No, we're not. <laughs> brownie lens is telling you totally a different story. You're trying to run over the brownie lens. Yeah, I mean, through the brownie lens, it seems like this is a real fucking world. This is happening. That's happening. I'm a historical figure who seems, for no reason whatsoever, except that I'm so special that I'm the center of this whole fucking universe. Yeah, it's just all about me, and I'm really worthy of being thought about constantly. 
which you're not, actually, too often from my point of view. So, right? so here you go. So now the brownie is defining the big camera, seemingly, because the big camera hasn't lost its capabilities. It hasn't lost its lenses. No matter how many times it looks through a brownie lens, and no matter how many pictures are taken through the brownie lens, it still doesn't negate the huge lens that the big camera is. It never has and nor it ever will. So it's like in, um, we like to say, it's the idea of being awake to being awake. A good way to try to emphasize that is the wave in the ocean. Yeah. So the wave thinks it's very special and... And of course, it's, it's a wave, the wave, to its point of view. It's never a wave. A wave would not fucking make it a lot easier, but the wave. And so the wave doesn't want to break on Stinson Beach. It wants to break on Hawaii, you know, and shit like that. Fuck, I don't want to bring any weed, seaweed, no, and none of this, yeah? So the wave doesn't wake up to be, it doesn't wake up to being the ocean. It realizes it's not a wave. So it, uh, the, the idea of being awake to being awake is like the wave realizes it's not a wave and now it's awake to being an ocean, which it has always been. There has been no procedure that produced it. There was a lot of procedures that were seemingly covering up that fact. So all, it, all that's not even required, because the wave will continue to appear as a wave, but now, as it's appearing as a wave, and all the preferences and the predilections of its unique waveness are being demonstrated, there'll be an knowledge, an innate, inherent, sense-felt knowledge that you are ocean. Yeah? That you have always been ocean, and that you always will be ocean. No matter how interesting the wave is, no matter how, how high it peaks or the perfect barrel it produces, it still doesn't, it never separates itself from its source. Yeah. And when the wave breaks, does the wave end? And activity of the ocean seem to have end, only the inhale and suck back up and then another expression of the ocean. But the wave, when the wave is lost, is any of the ocean lost? Of course not. So the point is, we're not sending, this is not like a, a, a seminar on oceanness. And, we, and all these individual waves are coming to learn about the ocean with the hopes that one day they'll experience the ocean. Yeah? But the point is, that would sound great if you were a wave, but you are the ocean. So the whole point is a seminar on, are you a wave? <laughs> That's the whole seminar. There's no pictures of the great ocean, nothing like that. We're not trying to advertise, oh, a, 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 a better, bigger, brighter experience for the wave. We're just saying, hey, are you a wave? You know? And if you're not, if you're not... Well, I would hope that you find out if you're not. But if you're not, it's, to me, it's very simple that it will take absolutely no time for the oceanness to become obvious to itself. <laughs> but it could take a huge amount of time for the ocean to become, become obvious to, to itself, appearing as a wave. Because the stubbornness of the identification will keep allowing the wave to think it's dry or it could be more wet, you know what I mean? Less salty, some fucking thing. It's always like, I gotta, but you know, 
It doesn't, but seeing you're not that is that's that. And it doesn't take any time. And when it dawns on you, I swear, the feeling is it's always been this way. It's never not been this way. And it never will not be this way. Yeah? It's sort of like that story when I used to go to the mall, Roosevelt Field, you know, blossoming into my hormones and wanting to impress the girls. And I was like 12 years old, and we had a big mall, Roosevelt Field in Long Island, and I would take a bus up there, and every weekend I'd try to go up and strut my stuff, you know? And, this, and I had these pants. I had these really nice uh, red corduroy pants, and I had a long sleeve gray t-shirt. And my hair was getting a little longer, and I thought I looked pretty cool. And, you know, when I wasn't looking at my reflection in the store windows, I was noticing a lot of people were checking me out. So I was fucking successful. You know? My self-esteem was blossoming. Fuck, I got it going on. You know? So this went on for a few months, and then one of my friends had met compassion on me and said, Paul, you know those pants? Those red? I said, oh, yeah, those red ones? Yeah, I love them. They, they're magenta, brother. <laughs> and you know that, that gray shirt? It's pink. And as soon as they told me I never saw those pants as red again, and I never saw that shirt as pink. And no, and no matter how many times I would go back into the closet, they never turned, they never were seen ever again to be magenta and pink. I mean, gray and red. Never. Ever. End of story. Like that. As soon as it was, as soon as it was revealed to me, it was finished. That's exactly what it's like in a sense. Now, is it going to be finished to a you? It won't be finished to a you. The a you production will continue on, and then, and if there's a believability or a gullibility on the big M mind side, you will feel like you have lost it again. Yeah? And of course, when you feel, which is totally manipulated, that you lost it, then there'll be an urge to refind it, and then the engine of seeking will kick in, only with the hopes that I will find what I have lost. But the whole, the whole bullshit is, you never had anything to lose, and you're never going to find what you can never have or lose. It's impossible. You can, you can pantomime, you can parody finding and losing and finding and losing, but that which is, is never found, nor never lost. So the whole idea of moving this way and moving that way, which the mental state loves. The mental state loves the rocking in the ocean of duality on his little rowboat. It loves us. I'm connected. Oh, then I'm disconnected. I feel love. Oh, I don't feel love. It's like there's all this movement, and the movement implies and insinuates that it's you moving. Yeah? But how could, every, uh, how could everywhere move anywhere? How could there be a special somewhere in everywhere? It would be everywhere. The special somewhere is when everywhere goes like this, whoop, and everywhere goes like that, whoop. But in fact, everywhere didn't go like whoop, whoop. It was just a little mental electric flash, not even worthy of lightning. And we're just like this. And the only reason why we're so interested in it, because it means it's us. We really believe it's about us, that I was there. I had it. 
I had the awakening, and somehow I've lost the awakening. Fucking what a mindfuck. You know, someone will say, oh, I was walking in Kmart Saturday morning, 11 o'clock, aisle four, appliances. A toaster fell and hit my head, and I woke up. Now, if you share this, people will try to go to Kmart at the same time, have one of their friends in aisle seven push the toaster on you, aisle eight, to try to produce what cannot be produced. Being awake to being awake is nothing. Here, here's the awakeness. That's just the way it is. Here, there's a dualistic possibility. You can be awake to it or not awake to it, seemingly. Yeah? Seemingly, meaning it appears to be true or false to you. Does it change anything about awakeness? Does it, is it added on to awakeness when you think you're awake? And is it extracted from awakeness when you think you're not awake? It's just, it's just like surface activity on the calm, infinite depth of ocean. Yeah. It's a little mental activity that we believe represents us. Yeah. It doesn't represent us. It re- represents a you, and then we buy it, then it becomes you, and it never stays at you. If, if, if it stayed at you, you'd have compassion for other yous. But that you is exalted into a special place, me, where no one else can attend to. There's only one me in this fucking place. So, how does it seem to happen? Well, that's what a seminar is about. How could a wave actually believe it was dry, and even double whammy believe it was really wet, but now is dry? When at all times it's been totally, totally fucking incomprehensibly drenched. This is the absurdity. Yeah? This is what you see. You see that nothing has ever happened unless you believe it has. You see your role here. Your role is everything here. If everything's taken back, it all goes, it doesn't stop here. This is not the center of the universe. But the center of the universe, this is appearing in the center of the universe. The center of the universe is at every point of the infinite universe of mind. So at every point is the center. And we are that, and the mental state is just trying to mimic what we truly are in its fucking bastardized, weird way. So we become the center of the universe as this. And I'll tell you something, this little human form cannot take the magnification of the mind that we are. For this huge mind to get obsessed on this is going to produce tons of neuroses and fucking weird little things. They're going to mutate and eat other weird little things. <laughs> See, see, uh, come back, eh? Thank you. Yeah. Come back next week at 8 o'clock so you catch the last half. <laughs> and, get the first half. and then put it together. <laughs> yeah. You can go to the live stream. You don't even have to come anymore. Okay. Yeah. Take care. Yes. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. And no one has to even get up anymore. They could just be laying down and watching this. I'll be doing it seven days a week. This is going to burn me like a fucking, like a, you know, 
performing animal. Right? Let's hear it. Give me banana. <laughs> So the point is, if you feel like your house is on fire and you really feel like that, you better find some water. If it's appearing like your house is on fire and you don't believe it, then carry on. Yeah. It's really based on not the fire, but where you seem to be. Everything is. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. Everything, you and I give everything, all, two incredibly comprehensive statements in one sentence. You and I give everything, all the meaning it has. That's a pretty big role here. Yeah? That's a huge role. This could not handle that. This cannot bear the responsibility of that. This cannot withstand what pressure would come up with when it saw itself as that. It's only what we are, yeah, can handle that little seeming weight. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. You and I are the dreaming of this dream. It says the dreamer, but I don't like nouns, so you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and this is the point. This is the point of study. What is it that allows a forgetting, which is an impossibility? How could the dreaming ever forget its dreaming? It's impossible, first of all. So it's one huge impossibility, but here it goes. You and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. All right, that's what interests me. So how is the forgetfulness seemingly produced? That's the key. Uh, my humble take is that the mental state is incessantly remembering self. It's remembering itself as a human little action figure. Yeah. And in that identification, it now sets up this activity, which is now, from this point of forgetfulness, everything we've given meaning to now has the ability to affect us. Mm. Yeah? So everything, all the thoughts they held as mine, now I own the thoughts, and then the thoughts own me. Yeah? I gave meaning to the thoughts, I gave meaning to a thought, and I called it me, and in that, in that condition, I give all the thoughts I ever have the meaning, to, the ability to affect me. Sounds like everyone's fucking day. Yeah? So the diagnosis isn't about the cure, it's about the dis-ease. Yeah? When you recognize the impossibility of the foundation of the whole storyline here, it's the impossibility of it. Just like the impossibility of what most people's head is concerned with, which is what's not happening. What's not happening? We've been so displaced, seemingly, that we... For some reason or other, we won't measure what's going on in the head with, can I hear it, feel it, taste it, touch it, see it, you know? No, all it needs to be is thought about, and to be very interested in it, and it can overwhelm this experience of conscious contact. You can be unaware of the conscious contact and hyper-aware of what's not happening. 
That's power. That is a huge power that we all day are making something out of nothing. That is a huge fucking power. We're making dis-ease, anxiety, uh, contraction. We're playing this fucking thing like a fiddle and all the sonatas have never been fucking written. It's dancing to an imaginary tune all day that's overriding the incredible tune of all tunes, the silence of ourselves. We got mental symphonies. What if? What could happen? I should have. I shouldn't have. If only. These are fucking, these are like hell holes. If only I wouldn't have been run over by a car, I'd probably be a great surfer right now. But I forgot an important factor. I got run over by a car. Sorry to break the news. <laughs> if I was if I was a woman, I'd have three kids. Yes, but you're not. You know what I mean? This is what the head does. It just goes off and explores impossibility. And we get weighed down. The light of all lights gets seemingly weighed down by mental minutia. It's like we put on the suit of identification and then all the mental minutia is like lint that every day builds up more and 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 more. We can't process a day. We, most people, I bet you, if they had the money, they'd have a therapy, therapy session every day, seven days a week. You'd have to. The way we process, that's why people don't want to get up till noon. They figure, fuck, I get the a.m. out of the way. Maybe I can make it at least till 6 p.m. Because you're running into instincts and people are unhappy and you're fucking pissed off. We, and, we have, and then there's going to be more time and more processing. And then after a while, we're just like a giant storage unit. It's like we have all this dead weight that we're paying fucking rent on. We don't even want to go back there. <laughs> But we got to pay security. It's insane. What would happen if you acknowledge not what's not happening, but acknowledge what's happening? I bet you a simple acknowledgement of what's not happening, and it's not like doing an affirmation. It's just fucking common sense. This is what's happening. It's not like you don't have to find a skillful means. You just see it. You know what I mean? It's fucking obvious. You know? It's obvious next Friday isn't happening. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any of next Friday here. One day. It's not lurking in the hallway. It's standing behind Thursday and Saturday. No. <laughs> so it's just like seeing blue is blue. So, alright, if there's what's not happening, anything can happen, can it? And what's not happening? Any fucking thing can happen. Anything your head can come up with. Yeah? But what's happening has one quality what's not happening does not have, and that is it's happening. Now, you may not like it, you may think it sucks, but the fact is, you can't get out of it. <laughs> no matter how much you think about what's not happening, the thinking about what's not happening will be happening in what's happening. <laughs> the what's happening is never going to be pushed aside or dismissed or paused or, all right, turn it off or idle it. No, it's incomprehensibly complete. You're appearing in it. 
<laughs> you're not appearing as it, and you're not a, you're never going to appear away from it. <laughs> Why? The resistance is futile. You're going to lose if you argue with the way things are. Just better just to chill out. I know, but see, when you're in your head, it sounds like a fucking order. So it's very difficult to even speak here. Because it always, the mental state can say, well, there's another demand I've got to try to do. This is really not about doing anything. It's about entertaining possibilities and see what happens, yeah? You throw a few seeds in there. If the ground is fertile, something's going to grow. And that thing that grows is going to bear fruit. And then you'll know the tree by its fruit. Yeah, you'll see, hey man, I've been traveling fucking pretty light for like 16 years. <laughs> I must be on to something. I mean, seriously, some people have been here, they've come here 8 years ago, 12 years ago, it's the same, same. You know what I mean? <laughs> the invitation may be said in different ways, but it's the same invitation. So, yeah, maybe that's like a pretty damn good fruit. The tree must be fucking unbelievable. If you follow the branch, you find it's you, but let's not go there. It's too scary. You know, right? We call it a higher power or something else. But you know, it's the higher power is you. <laughs> Masquerading is something else. <laughs> so, all right, you're on to something. Entertain. Entertain isn't thinking. Thinking is not entertaining. Thinking is rote repetition. That's what thinking is. It repeats, repeats, it's rote. Entertaining is like native mind, big M mind, raw mind. Yeah? Knowing something without dissecting it, without analyzing it, without doing an autopsy on it. It just has a sense, yeah? It senses and senses and senses. It's sort of sometimes it will express here as intuition or a gut feeling, and if you follow it, it fucking always works out. And it's never a win-lose thing. It's always inclusively beneficial, yeah? It's a whole different modality that has no self in it at all. No idea of self, no idea is other, nothing. Yeah? It's just a different download. Like the selfing is more like a horizontal download. It produces like a bandwidth, yes, that goes around. So you don't look up, you don't look down, you just look past and future. Yes? Then other modalities have more of a feeling of a vertical insertion. Yeah? They drop in, they intersect every horizontal linear storyline. At each moment is intersected by the modality of mind, big M mind, yeah? So it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. Boom, 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 yeah? Now what happens? There's all these modalities or promises in the horizontal belt of how you will improve and get better, but it's always put off in time. This just cuts right to the quick and questions, who the hell is it that has to get better? Yeah? Who the hell is it that demands it stop thinking? Who the hell is it has this condition put in front of that condition ever happened? What is it that's playing God in the presence of God? You see it. You see it, and it rings true. You're not that. 
what it's all the pointing there's no one there being pointed at all the insinuation is just insinuating it needs the audience which is us to buy the story yeah we must believe as Jesus says as you believe so it is and as you believe so you are as you believe if you believe in the thoughts you're going to be an identification as a body whose whole storyline is based on time It will all be about wasing and willing instead of being. It will use being as a goal to arrive at through willing, or being as something to whip you into more fucking seeking by wasing. I was once being. I must have done something to lose the being, so now I'm going to do something to regain the being. Being is never lost, never found, never gained, never reached, never unreached, never forgotten, never remembered. It's like the fish is really the last one to know it's in the water until it gets pulled out and finds itself flopping on the deck of a boat. Yeah. And I have faith in mind, and I really believe satsang can initiate that which doesn't need initiation. <laughs> because that, that which doesn't need initiation is already here. I really do. So I just keep throwing the balls over the head. That's what happened with me. I heard something. The person probably didn't even say it, or didn't even mean what I thought it meant. But it was like an unspoken yes. It registered and it resonated prior to all knowledge of everything else. I just knew beyond knowing. You know what I mean? To know it would have fucking been a bit up, would have been a mistake. Yeah, that that is to is to be, not to know. Yeah, that is to be, not to know. That's the appropriate response to it: is being, not knowing. So it just registered, and it's been echoing ever since. And in my period of time, I could call it now the last answer, because I haven't looked for another one in a long, long time. And I haven't tried to turbocharge this one, or fucking do a valve job on it, or fucking <laughs> increase its miles, you know, its horsepower. Got an extreme turbocharged Buddhism, Tantra, no, just dog shit awareness, walking around every day, not being Paul, thank God. Except for others, for the, I'm sorry that Paul is is for another. <laughs> I wish I could change that because you'll be disappointed in that Paul. <laughs> but I'm not because there isn't one. <laughs> so listen, man. Just look at the word "my." Look at what it means. My is that sense or that feeling of ownership or claiming that precedes most uh, faculties. Yeah? Thought, usually held as my thoughts. Feelings, my feelings. Actions, my actions. Yes? So that my is really the glue. Yeah? The thoughts, the feelings, and the actions are the application of the glue. But the, what glues us to the idea of being the thinker, the feeler, and the doer is the mind. 
It's not the action. The action is used to carry the glue to bond you to the idea of being the actor. But it's not the acting. Yeah? It's the mind. It's that feeling that you're doing it. And then another feeling and another thought will arise, I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah? And so on and so forth. It's like once the slinky gets going, it generates its own fucking movement. Yeah? Once the self thing starts to go, it pulls, it goes, starts doing that. So, yeah? You think it was your feeling, and then you think another thing, I shouldn't have had that feeling, which you never did anyway, and then goes off, and it's off to the races. And you're like dragged behind it. Your interest attention, because you're identified as the seeming object behind the chariot, you keep going to fucking Ben-Hur all day. You know, <laughs> you can't lose interest in him. Even this sucks. Someone could tell the same story that your feeling is so novel in your head, they could sit and tell you you'd be bored in two minutes if it were their story. <laughs> but because it's cast as your story, you're ready to sit the fucking eight hours and eat lousy jujubes and just you're just into it. Why is it? It's the mind. It's the most powerful word in the language, English language. The most powerful one. The where the most energy, the most you'll talk about distribution of wealth as a problem in America now. This is the distribution of meaning. The shift of meaning from consciousness to the one who thinks it's conscious is the mind. Because actions, conscious contact is the base of them. See, hearing thoughts, conscious contact is the base of that. Feelings, conscious contact is the base of that. Yeah? Everything is the base of an experience is conscious contact. But the, the distribution of meaning shifts from the conscious contact to the one who's conscious who the one who's in contact, which is the story. And that's the bridge of mind. The emphasis, you don't, the emphasis is off the scene, and now what's emphasized is seer and seen. That's the bonding of self. There is no seer or seen without seeing. None whatsoever. There is no seeing, seer or seen without seeing. The seer or seen do not produce seeing. They're a mental story that's produced out of seeing. Yeah? The seeing gets claimed, and now the story is, I was the one who saw that, and then, of course, I don't, didn't want to see that, or I want to see more of that, and so on and so forth, and it generates itself like a slinky going down a, a stairs. Yeah? All it needs is that one trip, and then that pulls this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And it goes on and on and on and on. And when you think you've gotten that one handled, that feeling of getting that one handled, it's another slinky at the top of the stair. Because now, uh oh, I've achieved a high space. What happens when you believe you achieved the high space? You believe you can lose it. <laughs> Slinger it. Achievement, fear of loss. Achievement, fear of loss. Fear of loss, let's achieve. <laughs> on and on and on and on and on. In time, it never happened, but it can seem to happen. Yeah? We have the quality, the innate quality of what is prior to everything else here. 
Yeah? We are that which they talk about in physics, which is the greatest influence of any experiment experiment is the observer of it. We are that. And every obs- everything that's observed is distorted by the observation of it. We are that. We are the observation of things, and we don't realize that we're giving meaning to things, and then they bite us in the ass by the meaning we gave them. The diagnosis is clear. You just have to be familiarized with it. Repetition. One of these softballs are going to get through. There won't be any more extra innings. It's going to be, the game's going to be called called because it's a fucking game. It will continue, but I swear, <laughs> you'll be resting in something that's not on the scoreboard or in the dugouts. You'll be resting in that which is always available at all times, right where you are. Like they talk about in spiritual thing, the abidance in truth. What's the difference of the anxiety in the mental state and the abidance of truth is where the energy that produces both of them is placed. When faith, which is the fourth force of mind, is produced in the men, given over to the thought system, it produces anxiety and a dis-ease, a discomfort, and a huge demand constantly to ring, to, to wake up or come up to the next bell of time. Yeah? It's going to be on and on and on. That same faith put into something else produces that abidance and truth, that ease and comfort in your own skin. It's the exact same energy. It just matters. And I'm telling you, you're the spigot. You're the spigot, and right before the spigot, it's just water. After the spigot, there's two, there's two hoses. It goes either one way or the other way. It either waters this and doesn't water that, or waters that and doesn't water this. As Jesus says, you can't have two masters at the same time. Mm-hmm. He was talking about duality. Yeah? So what's prior, before that seeming break, before the river splits into tributary? Yeah, what is that? You and I. How else? What else could it be? Take it back as far as you go, and then there you are. sound, man. Is there a sound that can happen that can never be heard? Is there a sound that is prior to what's hearing? Take it to the the closest sound seemingly to you. You know, like because here you are in times where something sounds like there's a noise a hundred yards away. Take the one that's closer than your breath, closer than that, and then see what is that that's hearing that sound.
And is it any different than that's what's looking out of the eyes? Or is it any different that receives any taste that lands on the tongue or the, or the skin? Is that awareness any different by the gates it goes through? Does it differentiate by the gates it goes through? Or, they, or do they just facilitate an experience? So one's seeing, one's hearing, one's feeling, one's tasting, one's touching, yes? But it's the same thing. And does that have a quantity? Do you get a certain amount of awareness on Monday? And then you got to watch out, because Friday is going to be a long weekend, and they fucking run out. Yeah? And is it of, can you count it, and can you quantify it? Can you buy interest? Can you buy attention? And does it demonstrate any effort? Does awareness sweat while it's aware? Is awareness in like when it's awareing? Is it like on a like a treadmill, like a workout? I'm awareing. Awareness is not doing awareness, it's being awareness, which is it's demonstrated as perfectly effortless, isn't it? Why would you think that thought and effort would arrive you there? Yes, then. We keep getting brought back, brought back, brought back. One time you'll realize what seems to leave ain't you. Yeah? Brought back, brought back, brought back. Oh, I moved away. Oh, I lost it. No, one of the times you're going to see something that moves away. You're going to see a movement, but it won't move you. Yeah? The gig is up. Yeah. Now, how many times your head will say, oh, I forgot it, or based on, based the story of forgetting it by how you feel as a body, or how your mental, emotional state is, it has nothing fucking to do with it, yeah? One of those times, you rest there, it's going to intimate that it's always been this way, it always is this way, it always will be this way. It's never not in this way. And some of that's going to bleed into your Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. And of course the mental state won't notice it because it doesn't go by its storyline. It wants you, it would like you to be the one who produced that, but it's unproducible. So it can't make much out of it. And it really doesn't give a shit. It wa- it rather have you want to be free than to be free. Because it can make a lot of, out of wanting to be free. It can't make anything out of being free. <laughs> it can't. There's not going to be a new... Like when they, you know, come, when surfing gets taken over and now they're mostly closed stores, you know. 
surf shops, that's where they make their money. Every way of life gets to be a fashion statement. I'm, I'm looking forward to the non-dual fashion statement. <laughs> How are they going to make an outfit that will represent not being yourself? <laughs> Paul looks like he is in herself. <laughs> I've got the new spring line. I'm going to have a hard time making something out of nothing. <laughs> I bet you they will. I swear, they probably have, and then we signed off, there'll be certain, I'm not going to use names because people get upset with me, but they'll have teachers autographed, you know, oh, look like, oh. <laughs> this is nothing, nothing, nothing. It's definitely, it's, man, this is a terrible career choice, for sure. If you wanted to be some teacher of something, this ain't it. Because you can't teach, you can't teach non-duality. All you can teach is duality. That's all you can teach. You can teach everything you can possibly know about two-ness. You can teach that. There's no way you can teach quote-unquote oneness, because there isn't any. Oneness is like a machination, re- actually referred to two-ness, basically. The two-ness produces the sense of oneness. Yeah. This ain't that. This is fucking nothing to do with nothing. But, you know, it's everything. Yeah? That's the cool thing. It's amazing how we fight and argue, but every night we all go to sleep, yeah, seemingly. I mean, a lot of us look forward to it, yeah. All bets are off, aren't they? I don't get a, you know, my, my, uh, my life supplier doesn't send me a text, yes, we guarantee you'll be awake, you'll come, you'll wake up tomorrow at 8.45, you will have another day. Thank you. You paid for the premium thing. You're going to have another. Thank you. No, it's all bets are off, but we go to sleep anyway, right? We're willing to just, just totally surrender. Yeah, probably. With, and there's no really guarantee you're coming back. You're going to show up again. I'm amazed every day. Fucking the Paul Hedman show. Take eight hundred and fifty-four. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we go in, and every night, most of us, sooner or later, you enter whatever deep sleep, where all of you is totally forgotten, yet something continues. Yeah? I don't see how that stops when you seem to start. <laughs> I don't think you interrupt the deep sleep condition. You know what I mean? I think the deep sleep condition is non-conditional and it's available now, but we're sort of enamored with the action figure world, yeah? And we thought we were on a ride, but now we become the car, you know what I mean? It's like there's a car on a roller coaster that you've got to get in, but as the ride continues, we start thinking we're the car, and obviously... If you're the car, when the roller coaster ends, you're not getting to get off as the car. So we're scared shit of the ride ending, because we think we're going to end. You know, we're petrified of the day it's over. 
All right, well, let's go. That was a nice note to end on. <laughs>